0: How many ounces are in Chris Pine?
1: (laughs) Sorry, I don't know that.
0: Alexa, how much does Chris Pine weigh?
1: Chris Pine's mass is 172 pounds, 78 kilograms.
0: Hey Alexa, how much is 172 pounds in ounces? 172 pounds
1: is 2,752 ounces.
2: There's the answer, I guess. Yep. We should stop body-shaming Chris Pine.
3: Welcome back to Caught Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. I'm Errol Koenig.
0: And I'm not monologuing.
2: That, that, that's Alex. <laughs> you, you, you might recognize him because he's been on previous... I have episodes. You will um, recognize me by my characteristic mic screeches. Yes, he's loud. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. But today we are bringing you dear listener, the greatest show on earth, the march madness of all march madnesses. we mm-hmm. We're the... going to decide what the greatest sci-fi movie of the millennium is.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Da, 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 da. Be, 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 <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, so pretty much what we did is we chose our favorite, or not even our favorite, uh, like probably the the best sci-fi in terms of sci-fi purposes, movies, you know, from, yes, from now back to uh, 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked which ones we thought should be up for contention for uh, best sci-fi, and we threw them together. We picked our top 48, uh, which is weird, because normally in March Madness, you have 64 or 32, but we're doing a little bit different. Uh, first round, it's going to be between three movies. And then from every round forward, it's going to be between two. So can going to be like normal. Yep. Um, uh, any other rules? Um, not really. We're also just going to talk about which one is, I guess, our favorite of these three. Like, these are all sci-fi movies that we have decided are sci-fi. Um, we yep. did have some arguments about that on the way in uh, as to how we made our bracket. Um,
3: and we will address those as we, we go We will address those
2: as we go through. Uh, but uh at at least for me i'm going a little bit more based on what my pref like what movies i enjoyed more uh than what's technically a sci-fi movie Mm -hmm. because sometimes sci-fi movies aren't good even if they are strictly sci-fi and we will get into all of those opinions and stuff uh, as we move through this bracket yep also, um,
3: a copy with the bracket is available in the show notes, so oh yes, look at it, that, follow along. It's going
2: to look really cool, and uh, yeah.
3: And I will totally remember to do that.
2: Yes, you totally will. Yep. <laughs> also, you should remember to write the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. right. So let, 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 let's get in it. Uh, yeah. Our very first matchup.
1: Yes. Uh, in
2: the first quadrant. All right. Um, even though we don't really have quadrants. No, this is no, the easy quadrant. We have a triant, triads trilants. Well, no, but by, by quadrant I mean like the top quarter is the one Tri-ends. quadrant and the the next one's the other. Well, they're groups of so, three, so. Well, I I mean like the yeah. first four groups of three. Oh, okay, because sure. if we're quadrant. gonna
3: argue about anything, let it be the movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: no, no, this is how Martha <laughs> so makes it is done. Trust me, dozen, I watch sports. because like doesn't it? Because it's a do-
2: anyway, okay, we're getting up abstract. Pod- whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, first one. First things first.
3: So, the first three movies that are going to head to head, and we are going to pick our favorite one mm-hmm. to advance on. We have Star Wars Episode 7 The Last Jedi. Ryan. Star Wars Episode 7 <laughs> The Force Awakens. There we go. Spider Man with no subtitle.
2: Yes, the 2002. Yes. The classic. And Looper. Mm hmm. Okay.
3: So, opening thoughts, gentlemen.
2: I think Alex, as our guest.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, it's Star Wars. Uh, pretty through and through on this one. Um, I think, Force Awakens has that really nice combination of a really good movie. Uh, and it was it's very very easily, um, the better sci-fi movie. I think if we're evaluating it on just on sci-fi, I think it's better contender in that space is Looper, uh, which I did enjoy, but I. As as sort of for me as a sci fi movie, there was a lot of there's a couple of inconsistencies in it that I didn't really enjoy and I picked up on. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, as a from a purely sci fi standpoint, uh, Star Wars would be the clear winner. Uh, If we're talking just like overall movie, uh, I did really enjoy um, I didn't enjoy Spider Man as much. I know it's a little bit of a (laughs) a hot take, but uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in comparison um, to, to Star Wars, I think part of that is. Uh, mm-hmm. At least I have a deeper a deeper attachment to the Star Wars universe than I do maybe of the the spider spider spiderverse or the pre MCU the... Marvel movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, And I think I also I also do want to say that I think from a a movie standpoint, Star Wars seven really played with and innovated a lot more with the Star Wars formula and series than any of its movies in the past. Mm-hmm. And so as like a fresh movie with just coming in with just. Uh, when that movie was released, it was one of the better movies, I think, of uh, already of this bracket. So my vote is, is pretty clearly for Star Wars.
2: Okay. Um, so, Ryan, are, are we thinking a, I a mean, similar thing? Uh,
3: cause... Probably, but I would like to make some arguments here. I,
2: I, mm-hmm. I, I, I as well have a couple yeah. arguments that I could make for movie but Ryan, go ahead. Yeah,
3: because one, I disagree with your uh, position that The Force Awakens significantly changed the star wars formula because it it was the plot of a new hope you know um but other than that i will also point out that spider-man is the superhero movie that was good enough to allow every other superhero movie to be made
2: spider-man and the original x-men movie together kind of kick-started the whole superhero movement you know in the early 2000s and the other argument that i would make for Mm spider-man is the cultural significance of that movie that is one of the first movies to be released in theaters after 9-11 america needed just something to get behind and this movie uh, you know also like with harry potter which is not on this list for fantasy purposes uh kind of like it 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 helps america not like just bounce back a little bit
1: Mm-hmm.
2: See, I would hot take on that and
0: I would say that I think Star Wars in a lot of ways also fulfills that role actually because I think there was a I think when that movie came out, um, and I think mm-hmm. we're especially seeing it more nowadays, is there's this really growing cultural divide yeah. in a lot of places in America. And what? I think I think for and I think Star Wars in that regard really went a long way in appealing to both sides of that divide yeah. and so bridging so that so, gap. so
2: i'm not disagreeing with you sure sure i'm sure. just saying the the significance mm-hmm. of spider-man at the moment it came out like so soon after 9-11 when it 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 just meant more to the people like so many people in america that, that were going through that mm-hmm. um yeah uh but i think that being said Brian, yeah. are you on the same page yes we're both going for force force awakens is one of my all-time favorite movies Mm -hmm. i i love the like the force awakens i think is at least for me it's my favorite star wars movie Mm -hmm. uh which i think i've said before on this podcast but it takes the best elements of all the other star wars and smashes them together in a fast-paced super fun story that isn't confusing that's super easy to follow along with super fun to follow along with you love all the characters yeah i you know it's it's very close to um a perfect star wars movie for me uh so i mean maybe not perfect for everyone because i know some people thought it was too light or whatever mm-hmm. but for me that's yeah i loved it yeah. yeah
3: i will agree uh with that but i would also like to make clear before we continue that we are going to evaluate these on our favorite uh all of these on the ballot have made the cut in terms of being a sci-fi movie and now we're just going to see which one's the best and and
2: and if in in this list and if the quality of sci-fi because i'm sure alex it's you're definitely more into which sci-fi is better like which one's most sci-fi because i think i think you're a sci-fi purist i am and if we're talking about sci-fi that's fine i think ryan and i are probably gonna be a little bit more on which one's our favorite um but if you know Definitely go into that because I think that's an important angle to discuss Mm -hmm. in this bracket, even if it gets outnumbered by Ryan. (laughs) Um, I also want to make a quick note about Looper just to slam its face in the ground. I haven't actually seen the movie, Mm. but (laughs) I agree with everything you said about all the plot holes and stuff that's easy to pick up. Want to know why? It's about time travel. Time travel is the worst. Buckle up. Now I will get more into it as we go through because there are a couple other movies that have that also visit this realm, uh, and I think none of them work. I don't think none of them have like ever worked. I, I think- mean, maybe a little bit for Back to the Future, but like that's not on this bracket. And uh, yeah, it's so Alex, you you have a look on your face that no,
3: I was just gonna say I think this is Errol's. Uh, I'm gonna let you
0: finish, but moment. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, no, because we already finished. Star Wars is already advancing. Right, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. We finished. I just wanted to make sure Looper know, knows that it's it's not. Yeah. No, we'll fight about ten later. It's yeah.
3: Looper was well, a perfectly fine movie, but it does not beat out any of the other yeah. ones. In Let, right.
2: Yeah, I I enjoy Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I enjoy Bruce Willis. Um, they're both very good actors. Um, Ryan Johnson, especially mm-hmm. directed. I love Ryan Johnson as a director. Um, but time travel is stupid and deserves to die. <laughs> So, <laughs> next up. And with that. <laughs> and with that, moving on. Uh, next up, we have our next group. Uh, we have Wally,, e mm-hmm. The Pixar classic. Mad Max mm-hmm. Fury Road.
3: Another blockbuster
2: hit. Oh, yeah. And Arrival. Yes. Sneak. Academy Award winner, darling. Did it win? I think it won it something. Nom- I think it probably won some down-ballot stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, nominated movie. for Academy Award. Yes. yes. And stuff. But yes. It was, like, it was like, one of those quiet movies that a lot of people missed. Pretty, I don't know about that I think a lot of people I mean at least the people in my circles that evaluate that like watching films for you know for like in, in my film circles as a film student rather than in your more nerdy sci-fi circles mm. um, I, I think arrivals a, a little bit more towards the academy than for sci-fi nerds which is why correct, yeah.
0: me, correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think it was a huge box office box it wasn't office, huge but it was big yeah, enough yeah. It, it was, it, okay. it, it, I don't think it didn't lose money oh. it, it wasn't a huge
2: oh. budget um, but it also wasn't you know super small yeah i mean
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah and listeners if you remember way back from the beginning days of this podcast yes. this was when arrival was one of my favorite movies from yes. the oscars last year mm-hmm. uh, so it ranks up pretty high on my list in that regards however you know wally is probably one of the greatest movies ever made mm-hmm. you know in terms of story and writing you know you great characters it was very unique in many respects it had that pixar flair Mm. it had great moments i'm gonna have to go for wally
0: um so i will also end up ultimately voting for wally though i do want to say that i really liked the mad uh, mad max Fury road um i think again it was very much like a star wars 7 where they took all the old movies and they looked at them and they said okay what can we take out of here that people loved and what can we get yeah. rid of the people hated and they just took all the great elements they put a fantastic cast behind it um and i think uh, again for a reboot movie yeah. for a new movie of that series absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. um it's unfortunate i think the position the bracket for it against wally right uh but yeah uh yeah um i'm still in a and ending, ending up voting for wall because it is just such a classic.
2: Yeah, uh, and I'm going to keep my thing quick because we all know where this is going. And yeah. I promise there will be some arguments. We're going to disagree yeah. at some point, <laughs> probably very soon. Um, probably the next one. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, uh, you know, Love, Wally. e Pixar's amazing. The voice cast is amazing, even though the two main characters are robots. And that's mm-hmm. also saying something when you're yeah. able to convey that much you know emotion and awesomeness with animation pixar is the best at what they do um mad max i agree with everything you said um except i thought they did not there was like very little story and it was just kind of it felt a little empty if just it was cool technically it was unbelievable but the story was fine uh and arrival was you know really good movie uh uh villeneuve i think is how you pronounce his name something like Mm -hmm. that uh he's a great director um it might have been a little bit too uh i don't know prestigious for me a little too i don't know not prestigious yeah. like avant-garde maybe a little too mm, yeah artsy mm-hmm. um and like i i enjoyed the movie but uh you know it's definitely deserving of all the academy recognition it got yeah. um but not my cup of tea which is why wally moving on yep, yep. cool next category or next not category next section we got <laughs> Star Trek, Black Panther, and X Machina.
0: Yes. That's right. what you got. Yeah, I'll kick us off here, because I'm going to... Okay, I'm just going to kick this... I'm going to start this by saying I loved Star Trek. I loved Black Panther. Both made really great changes to a okay, existing good. formula. I loved that. X Machina is the winner for me. Sure. Um, It is a movie that has to me one of the better cinematography choices and and in general better cinematography of all of the movies on this entire bracket um it brings a lot of especially nowadays with um sort of the pace or the way technology is you know going and and the the pace of of technological progress i think it brings a lot of really interesting and important issues into the cultural sort of sphere yeah and it makes it in it, do- it does it in a way that's really understandable and digestible, which I really appreciate because there's a lot of sci-fi movies that sort of go way too high concept and it goes over everybody's heads. Um, and so for me, that's why Ex Machina is the winner. Uh, and it's just a gorgeous movie.
2: Okay, Ryan, have you seen Ex Machina? I have not. I have heard
3: many good things about it, though.
2: Okay. So, so I have seen it, just to offer a counter-argument. Mm-hmm. Um, your point about it being digestible... Uh, I'm not going to completely refute it because I was able to understand it mm-hmm. and bring in the concepts. And usually those type of things fly right over my head. But kind of like with Arrival, it's a little bit too, you know. Artsy. Uh, 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 maybe not artsy. Mm. But like just just the style. Um, like Alex Garland did a great job, just not necessarily my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, I mean, the sci-fi stuff was great. It also was probably a little bit too horror for me. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. horror guy. Um, I mean, I thought it was done very well. And I also agree the cinematography was great, but my pick, I would also argue, has amazing cinematography and that's gonna be Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Just came out and we're we have yet to talk about it on this podcast, which is really annoying because it's such a good movie. It is. Mm-hmm. It's it infuriating. Is. we haven't gotten to it yet. I was uh, probably movie. gonna talk, talk about it soon either. In this episode, depending on how long this episode goes, uh, or the next episode very soon when we do our Oscar recap, uh, probably going to be a separate episode. Yeah, we're going to launch two very close to each other, so we're going to have lots of great content for you available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. <laughs> but um... so
0: I actually want to I want to respond yeah. to that a little bit too because um, to me the way X Machina, okay, so we both reviewed a little while back. Um, yeah, uh, Marvel's uh, Legion. Yes. And that's also, I think, what we said that we could classify as horror. I agree. Uh, and I think, to me at least, Ex Machina is horror in the same way that um, Legion is, which I think is that the point of the series and the point of the movie is not horror itself, but it's to accentuate sort of a, a plot point and a, an idea in okay. the movie.
2: So while I don't disagree with you, mm-hmm. when watching Legion— it was a type of thing where I wanted to look away, but I couldn't. And like, it's like I, like I think I t- told you this when we were doing that episode. I was literally on the other side of mm-hmm. the room, hiding behind a wall while peeking my head out the whole time mm-hmm. during Legion. For Ex Machina, I was more than happy to just like look away from the screen. Mm. Like it, 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 like it was just like the elements, I guess, in Legion. I think are just, I mean, not that legions in this argument, um, but like it's. Yeah. I, I, I think X machina at least for me didn't hit those same notes quite as well. I understand that it is on the, that same level and it, it is done really well just you know not to that expert level that captured me which is you know again why I'd go with uh, Black Panther uh, over that Ryan do you want to speak a little bit?
3: I think, I think this, this is gonna be very interesting. interesting. Oh yay <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, I, I will agree with Alex on Ex Machina, Ex Machina and kind of put of it in that same category as Arrival, uh, uh, yes, which a I think. A little bit higher, brow. Yeah, yeah Oscar nominated. It feels it, feel, it yes. has that, that feeling, feeling of like a, a, a sci-fi, sci-fi novel or short story or something. Story or something yes, which, which is, is literal in the case of Arrival because it was based on a short story. story. Yep. Yeah. Um, so so if, if I were reading Ex Machina, I would probably put it above these other ones because I'm sure it's would have, have a better, better novel adaption than, than Black Panther, Panther or Star Trek. Trek. Uh, uh, I don't know. The but, Black
2: Panther comics are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> True. Okay. okay. But <laughs> uh, I,
3: have I have not seen it, it and so, so I can't can, in good, good faith vote for it. Right. I, am I am torn between Black Panther and Star Trek mm, because they're, they're both really good, good and, yeah, and they, they both, both mean, mean a lot to me and you know the rest of the audience. I'm going to have to go with Star Trek. Because, you know, it is, is another example of a re- soft, soft reboot, reboot movie that, that I think, A, did time travel well, and B, uh, has a good, did did handled the homage to, to the original really well compared to, to making its own story and carving exactly. its own path.
0: Okay, okay. so um, we should, in hindsight, we should have done a bracket of Star Wars 7, Mad Max and Star Trek. Well, oh, we're not, we're not even back. at yep. the other reboots yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, there, there's more than enough reboots yeah. and stuff in here that we're going to get some of those matchups mm-hmm. at some point. Um, that being said, mm-hmm. that being said, uh, the point that you said about Star Trek and time travel, I will counter with this. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> uh huh. No. Alex, I saw you making a face when Ryan mentioned time travel and Star Trek. Are you Are you with me? Are you with me? I'm
0: super torn on time travel and the the reason I'm super torn is because it's a really important sci-fi concept and trope. Yeah. But it's done so poorly so much of the time.
2: Yup. That's that said
0: I don't think Star like of all of the movies that I have seen recently, I don't think Star Trek did it poorly compared to all the other yeah. movies. Okay. Uh, and that's and that's I know that's like a not a great line to to have, right? Because it's yeah. you know, you're judging a concept by its relative position in a in a cluster of kind of mediocre um, for time travel movies. Yeah. But I think the important thing about Star Trek is maybe to not judge it solely by its time travel parts because Yeah, no, and and, yeah. and, and, and I agree with yeah. which, which is again
2: why I really enjoyed Star Trek and if I'm ranking these movies 1 to 3 uh, for me, I enjoyed Star Trek mm. more than I enjoyed Ex Machina. But, which, guys, check this out. This is going to be good. Yeah? The time travel in Star Trek was a deus. Ex Machina. What? <laughs> what? 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's like, it's it just, it was there just so the story yeah, could it continue. Was, it was it, there it, to it, set it, up the story. story. It, was it was not
3: a major, major plot point.
2: It, it, it It's like, you know...
3: It, like, it wasn't, wasn't a time, time travel no, movie It was just, just they needed a way to start the franchise again They
2: needed a way to do it which like, just throw Leonard Nimoy in for 30 seconds to save the day But see I actually or not save the day but like not get, what get, get things back on track see, no, no 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 no. I might have forgotten what happened I, just, I thought it the, the time, time travel, travel happens at the beginning of the movie to set it up And then
3: that's it, up, then that's it,
2: it, it when, when did Leonard Nimoy come in? He came in at the beginning yeah. He's, like, he's like he's there, there during, during it, it but the, the only, only time eye travel eye. that yeah. happens yeah. is well still i thought it was stupid. Yeah. So, so i actually Did kind of played that part out of my memory
0: so i have to yeah. say i didn't actually object it was kind of lovely as... though
2: <laughs> true facts
0: um i didn't object to that part as much uh in the sense that i have a really strong attachment to the old star trek movies because like that yeah. was one of the series that sure. got me hooked on sci-fi right mm-hmm. um yeah. I could charge Star Trek to death, but uh, I actually appreciated that there was not necessarily that they were completely retconning the entirety of the Star Trek universe that happened before that, mm-hmm. but rather said, okay, we acknowledge that this exists, but we're just going to basically diverge a bit right from the timeline yeah. um, and make a new one, right, which I really do enjoy because... I think to to retcon all of the old stuff is sucky. Yeah, yeah that, would that would be terrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and I so I, for that reason that's why I, that's why I'm so torn on the time travel thing because I on one hand on principle I'm not a fan of time travel movies but on the other hand
2: I really appreciate that they did that. <laughs> well, so so I mean I, I think. I, my, my point, I guess, more because it, it, it kind of seems like I don't fully understand what happened with the time travel in Star Trek. And that's kind of my point. I don't understand what happened with the time travel in Star <laughs> Trek. I mean, that's a movie that I've seen multiple times. I have it on DVD. And, you know, it's a perfectly fun movie. I love Chris Pine. I love, uh, you know, the, the entire cast is great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, you know, but the time tra- travel stuff just doesn't make any sense to me. And, I mean, not again, not to make it all about time travel because these are three very good movies and i feel like i should be spending more time campaigning for black panther because i think it is uh by far the best of these three i think star trek is perfectly fine and good and entertaining black panther is next level awesome it's i i i and i don't want to bog get bogged down too much on this stuff but it's black panther is so good and I just, I just want to make sure that you guys understand that Black <laughs> Panther, it's a good movie. It is. So, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. With yeah. some of the best cinematography, I think, that we've seen on this yeah, Rachel bracket. Rachel Morrison kills it. Yep. She's going to get nominated for the second year in a row. Deservingly. You, you heard, heard it here first. first. Yes, or maybe
3: second, second depending, depending on where else you, you
2: get your information. <laughs> yeah. I might have said it on the podcast before. I, I might have said so. it last week. So yeah. You heard it here second, but still for me, because I'm right. <laughs> Alright, so I'm,
0: I'm clearly seeing that Ex Machina is kind of an uphill battle here. Um, well,
2: not as F- well. I mean, it is. It Ryan is. No, I mean, because Ryan hasn't
0: seen it. You're firmly against it for various reasons, which I acknowledge. Um, so I think uh, progress here would be more achieved by talking Star Trek versus Black Panther. Uh, <sighs> which which is, you know, un- yeah, it's, inter- it's an interesting matchup. Um, mm-hmm. I... S- Clearly, I don't want I to. I feel like I'm. am repeating myself, but Black Panther, amazing cinematography. Michael B.
2: Jordan though, he's yeah. so good. Here's the thing: I would, would be really totally happy with, with
3: either of these movies you know, moving they on. They, they both deserve, deserve it. it. It's, it's a problem. Like,
2: I, I, I would be very happy if Star Trek advanced, but uh, not against uh, Black Panther. Yeah, it's, it's I, so I so actually, but Michael B. Jordan though, like guys, I agree. No, he was
0: really good. Okay, here's what it is. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's I think, think, what it is. A little bit too. I like, think in the cultural moment where we are right now, Black Panther was absolutely, by far, one of the better movies yes, for this cultural, cultural moment. I mean, yeah, this right? movie
2: did come out not too long ago. Yes. Right, right. Um, so I think it's it might just be a little bit more fresh in my head, but also it's not because it's so f***ing good. Oh, no, it's, it, that no. What no, time it's is that? That's a no-no word.
3: <laughs> yeah, make <laughs> sure you bleep it off on yeah. my recording, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Whoops. Um,
0: um, how long is that? Fifty-five. Okay. Yeah. No, but so so I really do. You know, I, I, again, I I acknowledge. It's like, so good though. It, it is. Yeah.
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> I no, I acknowledge that the Black Panther is amazing. I I'm really really split and torn. I think Star Trek, when it came out, um, did not have that sort of backdrop right that that it had to compete a little bit against. In the sense that, um, you know, Mm -hmm. that was a time period where fun movies about like Star Trek and the future and utopian societies still being possible and okay were a thing that we could see in a movie. You Mm -hmm. don't see that in the movies anymore. In the past three or four years, that idea of the future holding a perfect egalitarian utopia has disappeared. And so I think that's the context in which we have to remember Star Trek a little bit. That said I'm hard pressed to argue From a purely film standpoint That Star Trek is better Um, I think what it ends up being is I have a deep cultural attachment To Star Trek because I love those movies And I love that universe But Black Panther might be just the better movie And the better film Not the better movie, the better film So who are you voting for? I think I'm going to vote for Black Panther
3: Oh, Thank God
0: all right. Oh, that one—that <laughs> scared me. Oh, I am. That said, it's gonna be in a bracket. Uh, its next matchup is gonna be a fascinating one because the next set of three is going to be Inception, yep. War for the Planet of the Apes, and Lilo and Stitch. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm gonna throw this one to Errol because I know he has strong feelings. Lilo and Stitch, please.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, like, all right. So I will now actually argue my point because I feel like I, I should do it. Other than my unhealthy attachment to this movie because I, I love it so much. It's, my, it's like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, not even like sci-fi, not even animated, not even movies from my childhood. Like, it's it's in my top. It's in my top two. Mm-hmm. It's it's Toy Story three, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I yeah. I feel very. I love this movie so much. I like it's whenever I feel you know sad you know and I, I just I need something to like get me through an emotional time I watch it and I ball my eyes out and then I feel better and more hopeful about stuff to come whenever I just when I was 10 years old my cousin uh we were at Disney World my cousin got me a gift because it was around my birthday he got me a birthday gift he got me a stitch stuffed animal oh that stuffed animal is in my room right over there mm-hmm. i still have it like this movie has impacted me so much like the, the the theme of this movie is all about family uh and like i mean the theme of the movie is ohana means family and family means no one gets left behind or forgotten for me that just that message is just so impactful and strong like just on me it, it, it hits me every time in the perfect spot and it's so good. And now let me also get to the all the sci-fi stuff about it, which is amazing. <laughs> the movie opens on a spaceship where this alien inventor has created this alien space dog type thing. Yeah. The most unlovable creature in the world. Exactly. So they create this creature. And by the way, I would disagree with that statement because he is super lovable. Uh, as I don't learned. think he was created
3: to be though, I think he so, wasn't created the point to I'm be. Trying to make. But he was still yeah. super
2: cute and that's fine. Yep. Um and then it's just like all these like different al- and not even like just like one species of aliens with this one creature. It's like this space station filled with a whole bunch of different creative new types of aliens. Like we get the, you know, tall, skinny one eyed pleakly, we get the fat, you know, four eyed uh what's oh Come right. on, come on. Uh, I, I want to say Gantu, but I'm about to get to him next. He's big and, uh, you know, has a shark head. Um, uh, but no, uh, Jumba. There we go, Jumba. Thank you. before I Jumba, uh, we get the head of the Galactic Council, uh, who's no. It's like, like all, everyone is like different. Like all of these aliens are unique, and it's just, it's so creative. And then they go down to Earth, and then it's just—it's. I, I love this movie so much, like I—you have no idea. Like, I—I I love this. I, I feel like I should let you guys talk about the other movies for <laughs> a second. Um, I also—I enjoyed the other two movies: Inception and War for the Planet of the Apes. But Lilo and Stitch, like, guys, come on.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. I need a drink. <laughs> the things Errol just said about Lilo and Stitch. Yeah inception was you know one of it was one of the movies that made me realize what a movie could be in terms of being a grand story of sure. having complex characters and a complex plot and you yeah
1: know,
3: i'm sure we'll argue about christopher nolan as a director later but yes. this inception was for me you know a A movie that really changed how I looked at movies and really the world as a whole. Yeah. Um, You know, War for Planet of the Apes, I have not seen. I saw the other rebooted Planet of the Apes movies. I mean,
2: great casting. Nice job, Cousin Debbie. Um, But yeah, continue. Yeah.
3: (laughs) You know, uh, it seems like it's a great movie, uh, but. You know, all that being said about Inception and War, if there was one movie I was going to sit down and watch again and again, it's Lilo and Stitch. You Because know, Inception is great, and I would love to see it again, but only because I haven't seen it in a while. Lilo and Stitch yeah. I would watch once a month, once a week if I could.
2: Yeah, I mean, Alex, yeah, you have your thoughts, then I'll give my um goodbye statements to Inception and War. <laughs> So, okay, so from a,
0: I'm going to just, I'm going to go highbrow sci-fi for a half sec here, real fast. Um, Inception is a great sci-fi movie. I don't think it's a, it's a great sci-fi film. I don't think it's a great movie. Um, I think there was, there's a couple of reasons for that. I think it's not something that, I think it's something you watch once, you grasp the plot and there's nothing else for you to want to really watch again because there's nothing new that you would get out of it a, to me a really good sci-fi movie is like a movie in which you go in you see it and you go huh and you think about it a bit and then maybe you go watch it like a week or two later and you notice all these things you missed the first time you completely mm-hmm. like your perception of different characters and ideas completely changes because you've seen the full movie, and you, like, you've seen all these the way things play out. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get that from Inception, and I think it's really unfortunate. There's a lot of movies that I would name ahead of that that did that. Similar problem with War for the Planet of the Apes. Great action movie, fun sci-fi movie, not a great film. Um, exact opposite mm. problem, in a way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... I do like Lilo and Stitch. I don't have quite as much attachment to it as you guys do. I think, um, yeah. but I would still, I would still vote for it ahead of Inception and War. I think very I few
2: people have as much attachment to Lilo and Stitch as I do. <laughs> I, I, I think. I I'm... mean,
0: to to be fair, I I doubt people have quite as much attachment to, uh, uh, or most people would have quite as much attachment to Star Trek and uh, the things like Blade Runner as I do. But you yeah, know. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so I think I think we're pretty set on this one.
2: I mean, I I agree with you on, on Inception. Uh, kind of the part that i disagree with mm-hmm. is the part that you watch and once you can't get any more out of it by seeing it again. The reason why i disagree with that mm. is because when i watched it i was the kid that pretended to understand what happened to what was going on <laughs> just so it seemed like I, it, it made sense. I would I, I mean i i enjoyed it but like again i was confused and like i would want to watch it again same reason as Ryan just because I haven't seen it in a while mm-hmm. and i didn't understand it the first time through. But you know it's whatever. And War I actually thought was a really good movie and you know a really good film and the action was great and all, everything was good but like not beating Lilo and stitch. Alex, you you have a very concerned look on your face.
0: I did not a concerned look, just I uh, I I I can't disagree more about inception. Uh, and I think unfortunately this no, is I don't want to I don't want to like jump into this too much because I know we're going to talk Nolanism in a little bit. You know like, anyways. That, that our next conversation is,
2: is <laughs> us trashing Nolan versus Ryan. So, uh, you know, we're yeah, about to get right. to that spoiler, but, but I just I want to
0: s- I just want to say that I think Nolan uh, this is unfortunately a challenge of Nolan movies is that ultimately everything that you would ever need to know or care about in the plot is revealed in the last 5 minutes and that doesn't give me anything. In this particular movie, it movie it didn't give me any food for thought yeah. going back to the start of the movie again. Yeah. I, well, you, I think other movies of his
2: have done that and I would we're about to talk about one but um i i yeah. am not disagreeing with you because the only other time I've, I've seen inception was when i was little and didn't right. understand what, what happened or like what was going on if i watch it again i think there's a very good chance i will agree with you yeah that being said probably whatever be. Lilo and, let's just move yeah, on let's, let's just move Lilo on. <laughs> yeah. and stitch yeah uh yeah decision made yeah. we're good yes
3: <laughs> yes i think the one thing i will add about inception mm. and and then we can close this discussion it... was just that i have a thing with my grandparents they introduced me to a lot of old movies mm-hmm. uh and the one time that i got to Aww. introduce them to a new movie okay. to show them what like a good modern uh... epic was i showed them yeah. inception
2: that's a no that's a pretty good choice Ooh. It's... I just thought of an idea that we could talk about afterward in recording the podcast. shoot That's similar to a cutthroat kitchen type idea. Uh, you know what you're talking about? No. Fire away. Well, it's actually no, not cutthroat kitchen. Um, I'm thinking of a different thing. I was, I'm thinking more um, on Top Chef. Uh-huh. They have a thing for all the losers. They get put into another bracket. I think maybe we can think of... A Ooh, we
0: could make a worst movie argument.
2: Maybe not a worse movie, arc- I and mean, I think that would be fun. We That'd could. be a race to the bottom. I don't know. I, 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 we'll, we'll shelf,
0: this. We'll, we'll talk shelf this. this. we'll talk about this later. But um, Because we're going to need a lot of time to talk
2: about this next I think weekend. it might be fun just to revisit like what, what other movies that mm-hmm. might have gone out too early. Because I think, you know, what Ryan said about uh, Inception is, like, I, you know, it, it's tough that it was against Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Because uh, I think uh, if it was in another bracket i might have actually swung my boat to keep it in for another round because i like that story <laughs> um, but whatever let's let's keep moving to the yeah, next bracket. we have interstellar the incredibles and hunger games which I, i'm just going to point this out before we actually discuss it all there's lots of similarities in these two categories interstellar <laughs> and inception uh-huh both christopher nolan the Incredibles and Lilo and Stitch, both beloved movies of our childhood, yep. and War of the Planet of the Eights and The Hunger Games, both both casted by the incredible casting director Deborah Zane. So, snaps so, all um, around. Again, sh- uh, shouts to cousin Debbie. Um, mm-hmm. Great job uh, with casting Jennifer Lawrence and everyone else in that movie. Because, yeah, is, true. Good job. Yeah. All right, so let's actually talk about it, let's uh, do Ryan. It. Yes, Inter- let me go first before you guys get, trash it. <laughs> get your <laughs> okay. Interstellar out of the way.
3: All right, everything I said, just said about Inception. Now, plus whatever it was, eight years, ten years, whatever it was, uh, Christopher Nolan has made Inception, a formative movie of my, of my youth, and then the three uh, Dark Knight trilogy movies, uh, which were also very formative for me. At this point, I love Christopher Nolan, I love his grandiose style, I love the way he, he tells epics that kind of focus around a single person or some concept. Uh, that can really kind of be boiled down to something simple. Yeah. Um, And then he goes and makes a sci-fi movie about space, and I am all on board with that. And I'm still all on board with it, Mm -hmm. even though the ending was kind of weird and I question a lot of the choices uh, in terms of advancing the plot uh, that the ending had. but. You know, as a whole, I think this movie was a great sci-fi movie. It was a good epic. It had good characters. It had a good story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really loved you know the the robot companion and everything. All that said, Incredibles is one of the best movies ever made, and I'm going to vote for Incredibles.
2: Cool. All right. Uh, I will say my piece as to why I am agreeing wholeheartedly mm-hmm. on Interstellar. Or disagreeing wholeheartedly on Interstellar because. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Interstellar was the movie that made me realize mm-hmm. that Christopher Nolan is very overrated. I mean, like, I got an inkling of that when Dark Knight Rises came out. Uh huh. When I was like, oh, this this is a cool movie. Bane's awesome, and so was you know uh-huh. Catwoman. I know you disagree, Alex. It'll get your turn. Um. <laughs> it's like this is cool. I love Batman. I am Bane.
3: That's not Batman's voice.
2: That's Batman's voice. I'm I'm gonna blow up a stadium. I dreamed. When was the last time you blew up a stadium? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Continue. I don't know if you guys got my joke. I was I singing was Lame Miz because Anne Hathaway. Uh, like, I, I, you guys didn't mention it. I just want the viewer to know that that's what I was the going viewer? for. The viewer? Yeah, because they food. watch their podcast. They watch a little <laughs> <of> the <podcast laughs> across because that's what they do. They check for the mic spikes, and then that's what they listen to because that's yeah. when they hear me screaming. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, Very true. Um, <laughs> anyway, you were no, saying? I was saying about Interstellar. Uh, that cemented that Christopher Nolan makes boring movies. And I think if I watched Inception again, I would have the same thought. Because I think the first time I was just too confused to realize that there was just a lot of nothing and boringness and waiting for stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And Interstellar was just, with the exception of possibly my favorite middle mo- movie twist. Yeah. With, with Matt Damon popping out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's the one yeah. part of the movie I enjoyed. Because, for two reasons. One, because... Uh, it was genuinely surprising that it was Matt Damon. And two, because in my head, I immediately went... Actually, I don't know if this was before um, or after. Well, in my head, I've now formulated that Interstellar is a sequel to The Martian.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's... Absolutely Ed Cannon accepted. accepted. Yes. Yep. So, so, I'm okay it, with that. I'll let it. I'll I, let it. <laughs> that,
2: that's the one part of uh, Interstellar that I liked. The part that I didn't like, other than the rest of it, uh, mainly is what concept did the Explorer, Alex, uh, when, when, when he goes into the black hole? Is, is, is it, is it time I don't know. Travel? It, it, it might be. It, it's almost it time be. travel. I think you can start. It's not it. really time. It's travel. almost time travel, though. I Want to know what I think about time travel? It's like, what do you think about cross dimensional, whenever, whatever? It's close enough the, to time travel. There is I don't no like a... time that for which
3: him to travel, travel through. through. That's kind of the point. See, I think he's yeah, simultaneously he's in all time yeah.
2: and space, which is the point of the black hole. But that means because he's everywhere at the same time, he's technically traveling everywhere at the same time. If that's how science works. everywhere he's stop not
3: moving. moving if he's stop not moving, moving there's no traveling no he's, well, he's
2: moving okay okay all right all right we're just i'm just gonna i have to step in here okay. sorry, Alex, because, because this is, is say things this right? is, i'm also saying incredible this is frustrating me <laughs> okay. Incredibles it is so good we'll talk about the incredible next. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah no uh um okay from a sci-fi standpoint right mm-hmm. i understand your gripe with time travel and i respect your opinion on it it's stupid uh, I also just want to say, oh, don't, uh, don't, hold that. Hold your, hold your, your horse. Yeah, up your there. opinion. Uh, is I, I will hold my time travel. You do. Um, you do that. Uh, so, oh no, I let them go. The <laughs> but see, it's back in time, so you have them again. Um <laughs> for the viewer errol just oh, uh, died up. inside. Um yeah. <laughs> no, but but okay, so, so we, we should, should not totally discount time travel and for the plane of the fourth dimension and what a, what whatever what what Sure. That's those were was a series of words. Um, I understood it. Yep <laughs> Uh because I less because to to okay, to to totally dismiss time travel is to dismiss things like the tesseract. Um, and oh shoot what's that movie are the um, the book so they're is making that a movie out? of very soon with Wrinkle, wrinkle in time. time Wrinkle in Time right oh and yeah. by very oh, soon you mean now it's out in theaters right figures. it is um, wrinkle, of time, wrinkle in, in Time now available in near yeah. you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shameless plug for a thing we're not getting sponsored by uh, <laughs> because that those books and I hope that movie um, were really like they did time travel really well
2: don't, don't look at Rotten Tomatoes Sorry. Oh no! Is that bad?
0: Forty-two. Oh, never yeah. mind. Okay. Well, those books those were really. It's, good. I, it's Yeah. It was like I don't know if you read them, but they were really excellent. So I, I while I understand your crusade against time travel and movies, yes. I would not say that like every movie does time travel terribly. And yeah. I did bouncing think we... off of that. Yeah. Okay. You go ahead. I don't think Interstellar did time travel that terribly, right? I would point to a number of other movies that I would say did it horribly, like with. No explanation. Yeah, no, Unnecessary in the plot. Completely pointless. That,
2: that, that's fine. We could talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. later. <laughs> <laughs> I will hold you to that. Um, <laughs> no,
0: but, but uh, in all seriousness, right? Like, Hungry Games... Uh, or uh, No, um, Interstellar really did do a decent job of handling that concept much better than a lot of things. So can I, we I go, go back to trashing
2: concept. Christopher Nolan? Because we can do that together. Yeah, okay. I'm about to get it. So, here's my thing. <laughs> what I've realized...
0: I've been thinking about this a little bit and what i realized is I think that with Christopher Nolan movies, his way of building the universe is saying, I want to look at one character and I want to look at this one character in this universe. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend a lot of time building this universe. I'm just going to toss a character in it yeah. and I'm going to say, you know, yeah. I want to focus all of my time and all of my energy on developing and understanding this one character nothing else and so i think for people like uh for people that that um are okay with not understanding uh, a setting and a universe and are much more interested in understanding how a character develops and changes yeah i think that type of movie can be very compelling and very powerful um but i think for those of us who are really are about world building and understanding A person's place within the broader scope of things. I think that gets a little frustrating, right? Um, And I think that's really the fundamental difference about why we disagree about Christopher Nolan movies is because it's a little bit of a what we want to see um, in our movies and what we and how much we care about. I just want to see an entertaining movie Uh,
2: that 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 isn't boring. But
0: my my counter to that is that I think some people would find. You know that character development and that focus very interesting
2: and entertaining, yeah. right? I mean, that being said, th- this uh, movie definitely Interstellar, and also you know some of the Batman movies. Like it, it has the Avatar effect, um, mm-hmm. which I think what I've does... talked about on this podcast before. You definitely have. The Avatar effect is like when I'm in a movie theater and watching a movie, and you know I, just, I feel like something's about to happen. It's like I'm just waiting for something. I take out my phone, check out how much time is left, and the movie is like, okay, cool. And I have to put it back in my co- reason why it's called the app. Av- I'll tell you the reason why it's called the Avatar. Well, we're about in, to get to that. In, a, in, 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 in two in more rounds. But Interstellar definitely, definitely had it. See? Um, where it just, like, it's, like, sure. It was, like, it, it was an hour into the movie when they got to, like, the first planet. And there's still, like, another two hours left of the movie. Like, it was super long and super boring. I don't and know. And I think
0: that's... It didn't work for me. Yeah. Yes. T- see, it's so funny, because to me, Interstellar is is my favorite I, I will not say that Christopher Nolan is my favorite director, but he is it is my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. That's funny, that's my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Um fascinating. Yeah. Uh I didn't think... all the Christopher Nolan movies, but <laughs> actually no, never mind.
2: Uh <laughs> no yes. I was about to say maybe uh, Dunkirk, so, but um I actually like MacGirl uh, a little bit more. The thing is I um, still don't really like Dunkirk but you
0: know I am gonna make actually and I hate to say this, I I would pick Interstellar over The Incredibles. What? I know. I know. Hold on. Stay Shut with the me. front door. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Ryan, for choosing The Incredibles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so I love The Incredibles. I just want to start this off by saying I love The Incredibles. I'm not going to talk about The Hunger Games because no. Um, I love The Incredibles. It is the a movie. movie. It is a movie I grew up on. I've watched, watched it, it. Uh, an innumerable amount of times. Yeah. I cannot get enough. I am so unbelievably excited that it is they're making a second one. I'm so excited, and it is not really a great. It's not, and I know we're evaluating on like favorite movie, right? But I, sci-fi so for did, me. Did you, count, do
2: you want to talk about the merits of The Incredibles in sci-fi?
0: Uh, that's for me a little bit. What this gets. Down okay, to. so
2: so let me get to I guess my yeah my, far away my, my I guess points. First of all, um. The point about like people just born with superpowers, I can see how you maybe would put that into like, a fantasy yeah. like, or a different genre. However, yep. Edna Mode and Super Suits. Edna mode. Exactly. The, the, <laughs> I would argue one of the best characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think her and Frozone are probably the two best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a good I mean, where Actually where's my super suit? <laughs> actually, you know, Edna Mode is undoubtedly the best. Samuel L. Jackson as Frozone is probably most people's second favorite. I mm-hmm. think my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Or Dash whatever that's not the point but nah, anyway Frozen, but continue, continue on, on to well, your point yeah. yeah uh i think the incredibles in terms of sci-fi merit we have the super suits mm-hmm. which is edna mode who's a scientific genius who mm-hmm. has an impeccable sense of style puts together um which not only these suits you know look great they also some of them can you know move really fast mm-hmm. uh, with dash some of them can go invisible with violet like it, that's all technology on top of that,
3: I would argue that it's only ten minutes of the movie.
2: I, I'm not done. Come on. Uh, <laughs> the 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 bad guy in the movie mm-hmm. syndrome. His all of his powers come from technology. Hmm? He, he he doesn't have any superpowers. He he made himself a superhero. Uh, he has given himself uh, ridiculous technology um, that can get people to just stop where they are mm-hmm. with that laser thingy. He he has that. Also, his like giant weapon, like the giant bowling ball of destruction that almost destroys a city. Guess what? That's that's not like that. That's a robot. Yeah. robots are science. I think, right? Yeah. robots yeah. are real, right? That's that making tr- <laughs> yeah. yeah, it had machine <laughs> learning in it. Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. It's a <laughs> about machine learning, and machine learning oh. sounds science fiction to me, even though that's also a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so. If you yeah. had, the the big bad guy is surrounded in, uh, you know all of these, uh, like all this science fiction. So, I understand the superhero aspect of it might not be science fiction. But what if this was just a bunch of regular people that had to deal with this monster? What what if they didn't have superpowers? That would be a science fiction movie. Just give them superpowers, it becomes a superhero science fiction movie. Which is why I would definitely say it should count here. Uh, I understand your arguments yeah. for. Uh, why Interstellar could be better, but I think, oh, Brian, you still agree with me on that yeah. The Incredibles? Yeah. For, for, for me, what this comes, comes down, down to, to Interstellar, Interstellar is, is a better
3: sci-fi, sci-fi movie. It's more sci-fi, more it's sci-fi. you know, it's, it's got, got more, more of the, the artsy, artsy stuff, stuff that people, people say better. is better,
0: uh, but, uh, but if, if I, I were to sit down, down and pick one of these to watch, I'm I'd watch The Incredibles. Yeah, and again, I totally get that, right? And I'm right there with you in that I I totally, I totally would, would love to rewatch, re-watch The Incredibles. again,
2: But you're going based on sci-fi or right. based on... But, and again, yeah, I'm not
0: unhappy in any way that The Incredibles yeah, is fixed, because I too. do love that movie.
2: Cool. All right, tears. You were very dismissive of The Hunger Games.
0: Okay, uh, if you want to hear me rant about that movie, I will be happy to. I think it took you, a... You got a minute. Okay, okay. I'm a th- here's my 60-second thing on, on Hunger Games. Uh, they took a book which had a very strong female lead and a very... Uh, and, a f- and there was the focus of the romance in the book was essentially to be like hey we can survive this better if we pretend to to do the thing right and then they went and then turned it in the movie to like a hour and a half of weird sappy bull**** romance that completely de- like got rid of jennifer lawrence's character's agency in every way and it, it, oh, it was so, oh such a terrible movie so bad hated it so much Really. Okay, that's my sixty seconds. I'm good.
3: Concur. The book was amazing. Yep. I th- there's oh. no book
0: that has had the grip
3: of like I can read yeah. this in like two hours and never set it down for a second. Yep. The movie was
2: eh. Okay. It, it just so 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 I I also read the book. Uh-huh. Um and my 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 my, my thoughts on this are f- first of all, I i disagree in that it was bad I, I i mean it just might be my actually first of all ryan you say you could read it in two hours yeah. and be done like sure good for you like that movie like i i, I read it over the summer because i had to read it for school which is kind of cool but nice uh that, like the i mean this just might be me and my add it like it it it's just, it just it's 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 hard i, I read slowly Mm-hmm. so I mean the, the book was fine but being able to watch the movie in two hours uh, I thought I got everything I needed to I, I, mm. I, there are parts from the book that I thought might have been maybe better or that, 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 that parts from the book that were um, you know maybe not as good in the movies but I thought the movies captured what it needed to and for me was much more digestible um, just because it's I, I, I'm, it's just a lot easier for me to get through movies than it is to get through books um, and that, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love movies. That's why I'm studying movies. That's why I want to make movies. You know, when I grow up in about six months, um, <laughs> if that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, that I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I, I think this is also just another conversation. I know a lot of people think most book adaptations don't work. Uh, and like which we're about to argue out in the next yeah. section well it's the next one yeah yeah we are um the, oh oh yes yeah. we are uh i mean i think but it's for me i i just i i disagree for the for the most part on that because i just for like for the harry potter movies like the books are perfectly fine but because it's for me it's tougher to get through a book as like i get to a new part of the of like that story and i've kind of forgotten what happened like in the beginning it's not like self it's not a contained Mm -hmm. piece of art it's just kind of like something that you you go through and it it, the stuff that connects the beginning to the end that makes everything so much better in a book that also is in movies that it's it's in everything i don't get that as strongly in books because it's just yeah but that's 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 a me thing that's a Mm -hmm. me thing and i I understand why most people disagree with that i think i think ultimately what it
0: boils down to for me is like it was the disappointment of taking a character that they had such a great opportunity to make an amazing female lead in a movie that was like traditionally not a genre dominated by female leads. Yeah. And they, I don't want to use a bad word here. I mean, so we're.
2: You, you already used BS in it's, its full yeah. entirety. Oh, I did. All right, oh, yeah. Then. Uh, well, they took right. another they one. Come. You didn't have to do another one. This is... No, they took This is
0: for all ages. All right, they took it and they messed My it up very just... badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, like it just, I would, I, I, I totally understand, yeah. right? Like the the digestibility, and I actually, I totally agree with that, right? Like yeah. it did pick out a lot of the biggest and most important plot points in yes. the movie. Um, I just it frustrates me
2: that there's this. I, I, I'm gonna disagree with you on that point too. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I think they made this movie. I mean, I think for, for us, because mm-hmm. we, we watch a lot of big movies, we're, yep. I mean, we are all guys, as far as I know, unless you guys have anything you want to tell me. <laughs> um, which I would be totally fine if that's, if that's, you know, it's your life, you live it. But, um, for this movie, I, I, I think they were targeting a little bit more of a female demographic because it is this female character. Mm-hmm. And I think what they got out of it because it was so successful Mm -hmm. is all of these girls say here is a strong woman. Even if they deal with the the romance and stuff, like even if they have to go through that, here is a girl that is strong and can kick butt and is cool that I kind of want to look up to. Jennifer Lawrence became a role model because of that. Mm -hmm. Not because of Silver Lining Playbook. That's not what kids watched. Yeah. It's it's this movie. And I I would argue that if she played – you know, a weak woman who was just kind of following along with whatever the guy had to say, then that the movie wouldn't have had the same effect. It, it wouldn't have done as well. I, I I see where you're coming from. It probably wasn't done quite as well in the movie as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But I don't totally disagree with it. And I think part of part of the reason that the movie was so successful was because of that romance thing. With that love triangle with Peter and Gail. Oh. Or P- Peter and Gail. God. Um, like I just maybe want to scream Twilight no, 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 at the I, screen. I, like I am aware, I is... am <laughs> aware, but there, there's a reason why those movies are successful oh, and people I know. like watching it. I, I understand know. it's not your cup of tea. I understand it's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I assume it's not your cup of tea either. It was right? a perfectly fine. It's movie. fine. Yeah, so, Twilight or Hunger Games.
3: Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Okay. Yeah, we're not yeah, yeah, about yeah, to say yeah. we're, we're not talking
2: about Twilight. Um, I haven't seen any of the Twilight movies. Wear that as a badge of honor. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, the Hunger Games. I think. The point you're making about how Mm -hmm. they didn't handle this character well i think probably in a perfect sense they probably didn't but in the sense that it gave all of these young women someone to look up to i think it definitely succeeded Mm -hmm. so yeah i can i
0: definitely can see that point
2: i mean for the record guys we've been going for about an hour we should probably keep it moving um next category iron man the martian and she her No, no oh wait her. Her. Her.
3: Yeah. You know, her? Her. Wait, the Hurt Locker?
2: That's <laughs> not. Okay. You, you know her. I just, unfortunately. And <laughs> the feel like this sense? is going to be another very interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> I, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, this, just, is, this is, once again, by the way, superhero. Uh, Chris, like Christopher Nolan esque, I would say. I disagree. And I disagree strongly. Highbrow sci fi. I disagree this super strongly. Thing.
3: I suspect. Um, so, but, this does this one this category reminds me of the Star Trek Black Panther X Machina one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is what it harkens back to. You know, thirty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh but
2: okay, maybe.
3: So, all right. You know, uh, I talked first last time. I'll let someone else talk first I this mean, time.
2: It's Errol's turn here. Kick us oh. off. So this is actually a much harder category than I would think. Because I love Marvel. And I love Iron Man. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. But it's a real toss-up between that and The Martian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... Iron Man is very good. I don't think it holds up quite as well as as it should for such an iconic movie, I understand it kicked off the MCU. Mm-hmm. If you want to give it extra points for that, sure. Uh, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is great in that movie. There's so many good. I, I'm sure you can disagree. I I disagree. I, you I, 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 I you can't do actually. I, 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 Alex is, is. I know it's wild. Hard. Um, <laughs> oh, sir. I, that's <laughs> I, that's. I, that's I, I think Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is just so perfect. Um. That i'm cool that i enjoy that but i think the rest of the movie all the stuff about war and i just i don't know if it's just you know my views on what's going on in society now if that's like how times have changed since 2008 and over Mm. since the 10 years i don't know if that's kind of impacted my thoughts on this because this movie is a war movie for a very different time Mm -hmm. 10 years ago was very different than now yeah yeah absolutely Um, that being said I mean I, I really like Iron Man but I I have to give it to the Martian I really mm-hmm. like I I I don't know how I can bring myself to, to to do that but I really like the Martian the Martian holds up well we uh you know Ryan and I watched it a couple of weeks ago yeah and it's, it's it's really good the whole cast is really well done Matt Damon's great um you know it's it, it, it's it's just, it's good, it's enjoyable. Um, my least favorite part about Christopher Nolan is, is, is this is the movie you're talking about with Christopher Nolan-esque. My, my whole thing with Christopher Nolan is that his movies are boring. This movie is not. It keeps going. It pushes the pace. You know, kind of like how Force Awakens pushed the pace, but I mean... Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if we'll get to that point in this bracket with The Martian versus The Force Awakens. We'll see, but I I think, for me, The Martian, it... it, it it's done really well. It's really enjoyable. I mean, Donner, Donald Glover, who's in the movies, he's one of my favorite roles, even though he's in there for like ten minutes. Like He, yeah. j- he just comes in, he, he hits a home run, and just walks away. He's so good. It's... I don't know. Across the board, it's great. Um, oh, another... Re- side note. Another connection to Interstellar. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going with The Martian. And also just her is stupid and I don't like it. It, the, the Her made me so uncomfortable. Like, like, so the movie goes on for like the first half of the movie, you know, an hour or whatever. And then he decides to bring in a surrogate so he can have sex with his operating system. Yes. His artificial intelligent operating system. What? why who needs to see that i i'm out i am out on that i nope nope thank you nope i'm i'm good i'm good alex i know you have a point but i'm gonna have a couple more nopes in here but then you can go ahead yeah but no i i don't want to see it it's it's weird i don't like it no no like i literally when i was watching the movie Mm i was like i was kind of in i was kind of on the fence and then that happens, like, oh, nope, I'm out. That's nope. I'm not enjoying this movie anymore. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And uh, then I was bored for the rest of the movie. I was also kind of bored before, but, you know, because that's, that's just me and that higher brow sci fi. But, all right, Alex, can you I, I want to really
0: fast? Just really, just one small thing, which is I say, I want to say that I think her is a, is a great example of when that type of concept. Uh, And that idea in sci-fi meets a directing style that does not match in any way with the concept. Hmm. And I think that, by contrast, we will talk about this later, Blade Runner did that so much
2: better. You mean 2049? Yes. And with like
0: infinitely more... Or 2049. Sorry, 2049. 2049. With (laughs) (laughs) With infinitely more taste and... Uh, awareness of that idea. Well, that's we'll, all
2: we'll get to that because I, yep. I don't want to get into yep into Blade Runner. But I, I I I see where you're coming from. Um, I mean, I don't totally agree because I think the concept. Uh, I mean, I also had a problem with that type of thing in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but we'll get to that again mm-hmm. later. Um, I thought with her it was it was weirder, and I think that's kind of what Spike Jones was going for because mm-hmm. he's a weird guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great for him. It's just, I don't, it didn't work for me in this movie.
3: Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, two thoughts. Okay. First, I'll talk about her. Um, Who? Her. You know, <laughs> okay. You know her. Um, but I've not seen her. I heard about it on the same podcast uh, where they talked about X You Ex heard Machina. about it. Oh, God. It snaps.
2: <laughs> Walking Genius would not be proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but i think i would put you know not in terms of quality as you said but i would put her in the same bucket as ex machina and arrival and it feels yeah. you know like it's, it's a, like movie. A, a sci-fi it's a story sci-fi movie. Yeah. yeah it's really good for deep dives into a world or a concept you know in the way that a, a good sci-fi novel or story is um you know so I think that's kind of the difference, like you were saying about Christopher Nolan movies, it's about a character that's thrown into a weird world. Uh, whereas this these kind of movies are about the world itself and mm-hmm. it, using a character to explore it. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing I'd like to discuss is I think in terms of Iron Man and the Martian, like you said, uh, I agree with everything that you said that I think the Martian holds up better uh, and that they're very close. Uh, but i think the reason that iron man doesn't hold up as much is because the entire mcu took the same tone as iron man did uh, Ooh, because iron man fair. because Ooh. iron man launched the whole mcu yeah. it feels when you watch it again like a normal yeah, mcu I, I, movie
2: it didn't actually make this yeah. point back when we were talking about spider-man in our first matchup just because it was more just my love for the force awakens yeah um but yeah. like that movie suffers from it hard. like that movie feels like it was made forever it, it, it feels like this is stupid yeah. even, even though it was like one of the first of its kind mm-hmm. it was kind mm-hmm. of revolutionary in that way
0: yeah but it's just we can ignore that
2: 1992 classic with captain america yes <laughs> yes we shall we shall very much do that but i mean like th- Iron Man I think takes a a step I think it holds up better than Spider-Man does. Mm, yeah. Um but I it's you know it's yeah. It it's a, it's a superhero origin movie and we've gotten so many of it doesn't hold up perfectly. I I, I still think I'm cool with origin stories probably more than most people are. Mm-hmm. But um I I agree that. Iron Man does well. But yeah. yeah.
3: You know Iron Man came at a time when The Dark Knight trilogy had just finished. Yeah. Uh, or yeah yeah it just finished or it was just it was in the middle of the dark knight trilogy this was in the middle of one everything had to be dark and gritty and harry potter was getting dark and gritty and you know the dark knight all these blockbusters were making dark and gritty for some reason um Thanks, and Mr. then Front-Nolan. yeah and then <laughs> you know iron man came out and it was a funny action comedy that told a good story while only taking itself half seriously uh you know, and was grounded without having that kind of gravitas about it. Uh, so I give Iron Man huge props for that. But oh, shoot. like you said, yeah. you know, if I were to sit down and watch one of these again, you know, having watched both Iron Man and Martian recently, I would watch The Martian again.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for me, it's interesting because I did not see Iron Man until I had seen actually, I want to say... Five of the other MCU movies. Mm-hmm. So for me, Iron Man did not even hold up at all. Like, it was... So never in the first place? It was just never... It never was a movie I grew attached to, and I have gotta be honest, I've never seen Iron Man 2 because I didn't like Iron Man the original very much. I thought it was kind of crappy compared to, like, Civil War or Winter Soldier, right? Like, that was the standard that I was so sort wait, of going just, on. Just, just curious,
2: uh-huh. when did... Like, what, 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 what was the, I guess... When I you watch Iron Man, what was the movie that came out before? Was, was it, after Civil, com- it was after Civil War? It was after Civil War. It was it after Civil War? I
0: had not seen Iron so, yeah, Man you were until really Civil late War. Late I was really like
2: that. So for me, it's to- totally so holds no, no significance. No wonder, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense as to why you didn't watch Iron Man 2, because yep. you didn't watch Iron Man until last year. Right. And, it was, and because I Iron mean, Man was just not very good to me, yeah, I didn't want to see Iron Man 2. You're going to hate Iron Man 2. Right. I like Iron Man 2. I mean, it's not a great movie. But it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Academy Award winning Sam Rockwell does a very good job. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I as don't, as Justin yep. Hammer. It's it's. But it's also kind of a stupid movie. Yep. Um, yeah, but but with that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for that reason,
0: I I can't really uh, pick Iron Man. Um, That's her fair. for the reason that I mentioned earlier that I think it took a, it took a really neat sci fi concept and it just it was a directing style that didn't quite match at least for me, how I would have liked it presented, and how I would yeah. have liked it shot from a cinet- cinematographer ooh,
2: cinematography cinematography <laughs> Cinem- no, 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 Cine- cinematography Cinem- Cinem- no, 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 like the cinematography cinematographic Cinem- anyways, you know
0: what I mean um, it looked yeah, great for, 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 that, for those reasons, I didn't really I, did, I can't really vote for her cause yeah. It, yeah. so my default answer, and it's not a bad default answer, because it was a great movie, is The Martian so I think we're all in agreement yeah, I'll say the Martian,
3: hot, semi-hot take depending on who you are, warm take. is a good adaptation of a book
0: for the screen. Ooh, I do agree with that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean one of the few. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean we were talking about Hunger Games, The Martian. I think I mean I haven't read The Martian um, mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, it has time to read books. <laughs> Most people I mean, do. All right, not me. I'm yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm busy watching movies.
3: We'll have <laughs> sometime. We'll do another. Um, Another, another bracket where me and some other people can talk about yeah. books oh, yeah, instead that, of that, movies. That, that's a
2: great idea, and I will be here and I will chime in whenever I have ideas about the movie adaptation. <laughs> I think, actually, that's a all great right. idea. We should do not, not to get too ahead of ourselves. Our next bracket should be a book to movie adaptations. So, Ooh. all right, or, I'm uh, down. Where, where we group the movie and the book together. Where I oh, is oh.
0: No, no, no. i want to talk just books with somebody just oh, okay. i'd be i'd be all in on that book bracket but yeah. okay, well, whatever anyways um, right. uh, the next the next one's gonna be fun then because i know we're gonna have very different opinions on this uh it's gonna be guardians of the galaxy minority report and edge of tomorrow so two tom cruise movies and guardians of the galaxy uh, I now guess let's I'll, go ahead just before randomly. Yeah, can shut I'll kick this off because I know I know already what the vote is going to be um, so we can probably keep this pretty quick. But I want to put in a quick plug for I really, really liked Minority Report. I think nowadays especially with a lot of where technology is and a lot of where the culture of the moment is, I think it's a really important concept to explore and mm-hmm. to think about as a sci-fi concept. Because uh, it is that idea that all crime can be predicted in a way, and that like you can get yep. arrested for a crime that you might have committed. And I think especially nowadays with committed yet or yeah. right, and I think especially nowadays with a lot of ways that police policing is thinking about the next generation of how do we prevent crime and enforce crime. I think it's a really important and and culturally relevant topic to explore. Yeah. Uh, I loved guardians of the galaxy. It was funny. It was poignant. It was delightful. It made me happy. I've watched it multiple times It's fun. I know we're gonna vote for it um, It's it's I can't I can't make a vote because I just I feel that minority report is so amazing And also guardians of the galaxy is so amazing for a completely different reason that I feel that I have to abstain
2: abstain I have to abstain. You, because mean, I, you could just I, say Minority Report and get voted out just so Minority Report... No, it. because I,
0: I really... I can't justify saying Minority Report is better than Guardians of the Galaxy because it's not. Okay, well
2: then, cool. Like, it's, I have to abstain because right. it's... All right. Okay, so cool. You said Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Ryan, do you agree <laughs> <to> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I think... Guardians of the Galaxy should get picked for
3: all the reasons that, that Iron Man wasn't, which is it does Ooh, hold I up in a way that Iron Man does. Yes, It was that new style and feeling to it that rejuvenated the, the mcu in, in many ways, ways yeah uh and, and kind of gave it, gave it new heart, heart. Mm-hmm. And, and i would absolutely watch it again and in a heartbeat um, uh yeah and it, it holds up, up in a way that iron man doesn't
2: yep so. that's true i agree um minority report i've heard it's a great movie mm-hmm. um i haven't seen it uh which is, is that the first one on this list that i haven't oh no i haven't seen looper yeah uh so this is the second movie on here that i haven't seen uh so i can't vote for it um you know, but also I wouldn't vote for it over earnings, which is one of my favorite. Movies. It's my favorite superhero movie, um, probably right after Lilo and Stitch in my top movies of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but
0: I think we're pretty decided on yeah. it. I, uh, I feel how- like this. We the next one's going to be a more the next one. However, fight.
2: before we move on, I just want to make a point for Edge of Tomorrow. Please stop time traveling. <laughs> like, come it's on. It's like Groundhog but Day, but with fight. fighting. Yeah, oh, this is
0: a great example of what I don't like in a time travel movie.
2: It's it, it's so boring. It's like, like, we get it the first time. You died. What's going to happen next? You die again. And they finally, towards the end of the movie, oh, cool, we have 20 minutes left. They're going to live this time. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let's... Yeah, let's do the next one. because. Right. Also,
2: full disclosure, I did arrive... 20 minutes late to the movie, but I've heard that it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have seen it since, and there is no new information in that first 20 minutes that help yeah. explain anything or make it any better. I just, I didn't understand it, and time travel is stupid. Alex has a look on his face we forgot. Oh, no, never mind,
0: never mind, never mind. The I, reboot came out before.
2: Never mind. I thought, we, I thought we'd forgotten RoboCop, but
0: then I realized it's not in the 21st century. That's 80. I mean, they're, they're the, the reboot. reboot. The
2: reboot. I mean, with my best friend, Joel Kinnaman, but... Yeah,
0: that's... Well, anyways, <laughs> we're getting off track. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's, anyway.
3: Let's keep moving. Yeah. Uh, I think this, this Will this be our, our last section, section for, for tonight? tonight? Um,
2: I mean... How much longer do you guys want to go? We've been recording I'm for a little over totally an hour. If, oh, we can end now. We can split the podcast into two, as I expect. I think we're going to. Well, I was going
0: yeah. well, to I mean, say, if, if you guys are awake, we are are feeling up to it. We can also uh, end it after this one, start a new and podcast, f- and so we already have material for the next one. So yeah, I mean, This like, particular one yeah, is like, not so
2: long. I, I, I am ready to go. So This is yeah. going to be the last um, category in this podcast. We'll wrap up. After that. And we'll edit all that,
0: at, that conversation
2: out. No, we'll leave it in. People oh, like, again, the, ba- the, you Ooh, know, the behind right. the scenes. Behind the scenes. Special <laughs> deets. Uh, yeah, no, but that's... that's we also have, have like, like half an hour B-roll, B-roll, B-roll for right. them. So. Exactly. <laughs> we're only going to use a couple select... Parts,
0: some fun, hits, some, top some hits. the best, the best Humes. Just, yeah. just
2: as, as as a little intro before we get into this episode. All right, um, yeah. now yeah, anyway, now will be the, be, the last category of this episode, and then we'll close it out. Now that we've all pretended <laughs> to like each other, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this
0: is yeah. going to be All right. So, so for this, this final bit, bit for, today, for today, we have, have Captain America:
3: Civil War, mm-hmm. Avatar, mm-hmm. Avatar, the James <sighs> Cameron movie, not Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes. And Monsters Inc
1: hmm okay yes so, so yes I'll, I'll start because there are I many strong feelings, feelings
3: in this room, room. I can uh, tell uh, I'm, I'm going, going to go for Captain America Civil War because you know I think it was it handled having, having lots, lots of strong characters very well, well. Yes. It, was it was a good story that was then adapted well for the modern time and the screen. big screen <laughs> uh, it, introduced introduced us to new characters without bogging us down with origin stories uh you know it 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 had that cultural relevancy but also slight uh lightheartedness that that i'd like to see in a movie movie. Uh, yeah you know it had had me thinking it had me me, you know grasping my seat you know it It had had everything everything i wanted wanted out of a movie so So i'm gonna have have to give it to captain america civil war alex
0: yeah,
2: um,
0: I'm gonna put a hot take out there that a lot of people are gonna disagree with. Wait, 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 wait. Um, You're wrong. You might be incorrect about. Well, but... <laughs> oh, actually, go go ahead. All of you. So so here's the thing. Uh, the two the three things here, right, are Captain America's War, Avatar, and Monsters Inc. Yeah. Um, I have a very hard time convincing myself to vote for Monsters Inc. Despite the fact that it's a movie that I love. Um, because because it, is, it is a beautiful Pixar, Pixar classic. Because you disagree on the sci fi elements. So it's, it's not just that, actually. My problem with Monsters, Inc. is I've watched it, I think, twice. Or, no, three times. No, I've watched it three times. You should times. watch it again. It holds up. Uh, no, I've,
2: I watched it recently. I watched it in, two years ago now. Yeah. Um, You should watch it more recently. You should also listen to the podcast that we did uh, a couple <laughs> of times. Halloween ago. special. Our Halloween special. Perfect. Uh, it was beautiful. Shameless plugs. Uh, no, but yeah. but uh,
0: okay. I think for me at least, a lot of the the relevance of the movie um, has sort of dissipated over time. Uh, I think that, and that also could just be me as like as a person, right? Like that's just for me. It doesn't have as much connection as it does, right? Like something like yeah. And you know, yeah. it's very interesting because to me, the second Dory or the Dory movie, not the I second heard. Dory movie, Finding Dory. Um, did have a lot more of that impact and connection than I was expecting it to. Um, sure. So for for a, for sort of a related movie, I think that one was much more impactful. So I I do like Monsters Inc. It's not one of my top Pixar picks. Fair. Okay. Okay. So that's my thing on in Monsters Inc. Captain America: Civil War. I totally agree with everything Ryan said. It. There was a lot of the you know, there's a lot of this like order versus good intentions um, style of talk, which I loved in the movie. I think it was really fun. All right, here's the hot take that people are going to hate me for. So we have...
2: we'll see what <laughs> direction this hot takes going. Can go one of two ways.
0: I didn't think Avatar was as terrible of a movie as everybody makes it out to be. Keep in, in mind. Um.
2: Keep in mind the movie was is the highest. Grossing movie of all time, right? Uh, I mean, it got it a seventy something on Rotten Tomatoes. It is, so but people it is, don't. It is
0: also awesome. the movie that everybody likes to shit upon. I mean, yeah, we'll get to a that in a movie, right? We'll get to that, in a right? Minute. And I know, I know, this is gonna be followed by about you know ten, if not fifteen minutes of Errol <laughs> on Avatar yes. because I know he hates it. But, oh yeah, thank you, Ryan, but, for reminding me to bleep all this out. <laughs> 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 but no, but but in all seriousness, like I think we overlook a lot of. One, the context that that movie was made and and filmed and distributed in, right? That was not an era in which we looked for complex and, uh, you know, really uh, uh, intellectually stimulating, gut-wrenching, Movies about what it is. to be So you saying sci-fi? Avatar
2: was gut-wrenching and intellectually. Oh happen? no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, cool.
0: I'm. What I'm saying is that I think it was a really fun sci-fi action movie that kept me very entertained. Uh, and I, 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 have to admit, uh, I watched it more than than a couple of times. I. It's like one of these movies that. If it's late at night and i'm doing stupid work right and i and i don't really it's like not thinkable work i just love to put that movie like on the side and it's entertaining and i can like look over at any random minute know exactly what's going on and it's entertaining um and i uh i i don't know it it's just it's so much fun and it's it doesn't it doesn't force me to like question everything all the time uh okay i don't know it's fun that's okay. i think i hate to say that that's my stupid very it's a very stupid argument for I, mean, Avatar, I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say that's necessarily
2: a hot take um it's definitely
0: i think it's a hot take to say that it that i'm picking it over captain America: civil war i think that's a that's a take that most people would disagree with
2: okay that, that's fair <laughs> and so. understandably yeah. as I had mentioned a couple of categories ago I have a theory or not a theory it's I have this thing that I watched watch out for more watch out for in movies called the avatar effect mm-hmm. whenever a movie seems to be running along and I have to check my phone to see how much times left in the movie or see how much time is passed in the movie I call that the avatar effect the reason why is because the first time I went to see avatar literally like every 30 minutes hmm like so, the first thirty minutes, I was like, "All right, let's. This is forever. They're just getting to the spaceship now." Mm-hmm. I checked my phone. I was like, "God, this has felt like two hours." <laughs> I put my phone away. With, Let me just watch some more. Two hours go by. I Check on my phone again. Turns out it was only half an hour. Mm-hmm. Literally, every half an hour throughout this two and a half three hour movie, I check my phone expecting the movie, the movie to be over in ten minutes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It's so. It's just. It it is the most boring, the most boring I've ever been at a movie, like ever. And like I, I when it came out, I kind of felt like a contrarian because I know all of my friends loved it. Um, but like it just, I, I I hated it so much. Now let me top that off with a second story. I think, as, it's,
3: I think it's my guilty pleasure movie. That's that's
2: that's not perfect. Well, you know, it's your it's wrong. Uh,
3: <laughs> that's why it's a guilty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just, a very, it's
2: definitely. You, a guilty you, pleasure, you should maybe. feel guilty. I I, disagree, should I? I I disagree with the concept of guilty pleasures because people should be able to watch whatever they want to watch. But I mean, except this, right? except <laughs> this, you should not be able to watch this. But right, let me get to my uh, second story as to why yeah, Avatar yeah. is the worst ever. So, <laughs> I, I've seen this movie yeah. twice. The second time I was on a bus home, uh, from I think it was in eighth grade or whatever, it was mm-hmm. a bus home. Uh, My school had a trip to D.C. to visit, you know, Capitol Hill and the Smithsonian and all that great stuff. And on the way back, it was, you know, 11 o'clock at night and I was in eighth grade and my bedtime was like 10. So I was very tired and I wanted to sleep. They decided to put Avatar on the TVs. Mm -hmm. Now, they did not start the movie until like a half an hour into the car ride, which is very unfortunate because I was sitting underneath the television. Mm. They decided to also blast the music and the stuff much louder than it should have been Mm -hmm. so as this movie was going on i was in and out of like i I was in and out of sleep just when i was about to like get comfortable and just beginning to drift away big loud crashes and explosions and ridiculous awfulness goes on the tv and i was like oh it's like another half an hour goes by finally i'm about to it's like it's Kind of similar and that, like, every half an hour, I was like, I finally able to come mm. down, I can try to get to sleep, and boom, it crashed, and whatever. It it was traumatizing. Like, it, it, that is one of, like, that possibly is the worst experience I've ever, one of the worst experiences I've ever had watching a movie. Now, those two things, those two reasons put together mm-hmm. is why, out of the two remaining movies, Monsters, Inc. is one of my favorite movies of all time, and under normal circumstances, I would vote for it. <laughs> Yes. But I'm going with Captain America: Civil War just so you <laughs> and Avatar loses and gets out of this com- co- competition forever. <laughs> it's it's it, I, I hate it so much. It, it it doesn't deserve to be a movie, really. It's like I just I, yeah, I, 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 I haven't I haven't seen another James Cameron movie because I'm afraid it's going to be like Avatar. I haven't seen Titanic, which I know people love. I haven't seen uh, Terminator the original terminator don't bother i I mean i i i I hear you i i there's a lot of movies by james cameron Mm -hmm. that people love from multiple different decades for different reasons or whatever not all of them are three hours long but because avatar was so bad i've been afraid to watch any of them yep yeah yeah avatar has ruined james cameron for me i mean luckily sigourney weaver was able to make it out alive and i still enjoy her (laughs) but like other than that not that much survived from it who was the star from who was like the lead guy in avatar you know, that guy.
3: yeah,
2: actually, Generic I'll, I'll, white I'll, I'll, male number one. <laughs> exactly. But also, um, but Sam you know. Worthington might have been the guy's name. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think, but actually, I would also add Zoe Saldana to the people that made it out. Um, but I would also give that more to the fact that she was able to be, right, Sam Worthington? Yep. Yeah. Um, nice. But I give that more to the ability that she was good in Star Trek as her, not as a giant blue person. And then when she got into Guardians, she was great. So that's there. Two people survived that movie, mm-hmm. I think, right? Is there anyone else in the movie that I'm forgetting that I would enjoy? Certainly not. Um,
3: Stephen Lang, Michelle Rodriguez.
1: Uh,
2: Those okay. are the Michelle leads. Rodriguez is okay. Yeah. yeah I was St. Oh. Rockwell in that movie? There was some guy, like some character actor that, that I... There was one character actor that I like, but I forget. Was it Giovanni Ribisi? I don't know. I don't, why am I thinking Giovanni Ribisi? I don't know. It might have been him. Uh, whatever. It's just them... Yeah, I you know
0: I think it, I think in many ways, um, uh, it's it's sort of funny because like everybody has that
2: like one TV what? show. Too funny. Let's nice! go. Why do I remember so much about this? You know, it's because this movie is ingrained in my brain <laughs> in a way that I don't yeah. want any to ever be stuck. in I there. think
3: your experience on the bus has traumatized you with this movie no i'm
2: aware i'm I'm well aware which is that is not the movie's fault no it it is it's the movie's (laughs) fault it's the movie's fault it's 100 percent the movie's fault no it's 100 if the movie it's well here's the thing Mm -hmm. if it was a movie that was at least somewhat enjoyable and i was like whatever i'll just watch it sure but because the movie was so bad i was falling asleep while watching it but then it got too loud to fall asleep and then i have to watch it again and then it was boring so i fell asleep and then it got too loud and it's 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 a, it's a cycle of awfulness it's sort of i'm a, gonna lose my voice <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's sort of funny because it's a little bit like these guilty, <laughs> pleasure, woo, these guilty pleasure things right that we have that are like oh i'm bored one person is bored to tears and like they're falling asleep and then they hear like i don't know some person doing something whatever right uh yeah. i don't know it's again uh the The point is, the Captain America: Civil War has won that particular bracket, and I think we have our top. What is that? Eight on the left side, which is Star Wars. We have half of our three sixteen. Star Wars Seven, Force Awakens, Wally, Black Panther, Lilo and Stitch, The Incredibles, The Martian. Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and not Avatar. And <laughs> Captain America Civil War subtitle. Definitely not Avatar in any way. <laughs> M- much shame brought him on those who participated in that movie.
2: Yes, they deserve shame. <laughs> All of them. Um, yeah. yeah. And yep. again, again, before we like finally move on, Monsters like, I love Monsters Inc. If you want to know my opinions about Monsters Inc., you should listen to the episode that Ryan and I did. Um, a little while back on, on Halloween Back in October, it's available on iTunes, SoundCloud And Google Play um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little shameless plug just for fun Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. So my,
3: me- Just because we're all Getting our thoughts out there about Avatar Real quick, I think That one of the reasons Avatar Made as much money as it did uh, Is because it was the right Movie for the right time mm-hmm. In that it was A movie that was uniquely suited for 3D uh, at a time where 3D movies were the big thing, and 3D TVs were a big thing, and you would go everywhere, and anytime there was a TV on, they were you know they were using this to demo the 3D aspect of it.
2: Yeah, I I I, I will give that is the tiniest 30. sliver. Of props to that movie for what they did visually, because some of the stuff was visually striking, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I think they deserve some credit for it. For that, the CGI yeah. department um, certainly does. Yeah, yeah.
3: It was it was a movie made that was made at this time because they could finally do the big yeah. things they wanted to mm-hmm. do.
2: And like in what while all oh, that's a good, well, well and good. It's, I'm just terrified for the sequels because yeah. it, it's oh, taken way no too way. long. For them to finally come out with the next one, and coming twenty twenty, yeah. Oh my God, it's not.
0: Yeah, there is no
2: way. Did you they not know there
0: was another secret? one? They're making, making they're making four more. They're making four more. They're making five
2: total Avatar okay. movies. I am. I have to say, I'm. Do you want to change change your vote just so there cannot not be any more Avatar movies? <sighs> okay, here's the thing. I
0: loved Avatar one. I really. I'm really sick of extended franchises taking a dead horse and beating it to death. That's, a, that's another discussion. I think we've hit the end of this bracket. Do either of you have a particular favorite that you're looking at right now that you think will win this bracket?
2: Um, well, I, I, I think we should probably hold those opinions, even though I've already kind of spilled my, my two favorites um, <laughs> on here. Just so when we get to those conversations, there's a little bit of a uh, surprise. I mean yeah. and so suspense but when we get there. From, from here, here out it's going
3: to be much more, more difficult.
2: difficult. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um cause cause I, I
3: like all of these movies, movies and I've also seen all of these movies. movies. Yes. So, so
2: um yeah. So that's the first half of our bracket. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um hopefully we didn't go too long on mm-hmm. on some of our hatred for uh, yeah. Avatar. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> this my podcast does not have the Avatar, Avatar effect exactly Ooh. exactly Ooh. it is only an hour and a half long. but you know what brought like, to you
0: is not quite 3d
2: yeah it's there's there, <laughs> there less less than three dimensions going on right here and less so, loud music <laughs> yeah well depending on how long i put the intro so uh yeah, yeah. all right so let's wrap Ooh. it up here thanks guys for listening you can check out um you can listen and download and subscribe all that stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play for this podcast. Also, my other podcast on set with Errol Koenig and pop Professionals. Like I said last week, I dropped a new episode all about Lemonade Mouth. It's uh, good. Which was pretty dope. Um, and you should check that out. That was enjoyable to do. And yeah. And, you know, again, again with this podcast, listen, download, and subscribe to all of these, all the backlogs of the Monsters, Inc. one that we talked about, just so you're a little bit more into it. Uh, into the know about our opinions uh, and yeah thanks for listening yeah so. thank you
3: until, until next time, time when we do more of the bracket or else talk about the Oscars depending on how we release these
2: yes you have, have to figure that out but that is for off podcast so
3: yeah. bye
1: Boom.
2: What was that what was boop boop i mean i get this is sci-fi but it just doesn't make sense beep boop no boop, it's beep, not it's, <laughs> it's...
1: no <laughs> what Errol, yeah, just say bye please okay
3: b-roll <laughs>